0: Hey guys, this is Gina Versa. Um We're back with Serving Up Comics. Um, I know it's been a while, but, uh, you know, it's been a crazy uh, couple of uh, months, so, you know, it's been uh, a little hectic, but, you know, it's glad to be back here. Um, I'm joined, of course, by uh, Nick Valero. Nick, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, you know, it's a crazy situation that we're in, but you know what? It doesn't stop me from reading my comics.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I realized Nick, uh, we were just catching up uh, right before because we, we hadn't uh, podcasted for a little bit um, and caught mm-hmm. up, and we're all uh, kind of stuck in our houses. Uh, Nick, what are, you, what are you doing to um, pass the time to get through these uh, quarantine days?
1: Uh, either catching up on TV shows that I've always said I wanted to watch. Okay. Or uh, playing video games that I've always said I wanted to play.
0: Um, what what are... The, yeah, what are what are some examples? What what are these uh, TV shows that you were like never
1: watched? I, I I never got a chance to watch Supernatural.
0: You never okay, so you got ten never seasons. never
1: got a chance to watch Supernatural. I okay. finished it. I am off, cut up. I am. Uh, <laughs> it, it it occupied my uh, Supernatural occupied my my waking life for wow. the last for like three weeks.
0: <laughs> Did you see like so you watched it all the way? Was there a giant shift from when it becomes like a. St- W for when it's a WB show to when it's a CW show. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, like uh, I, I was I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and that show immediately becomes uh, it, it's it, you can see when it's a WB show because they are sticking to kind of like a formula. Okay. It, it's but it's not a bad formula. It's 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 not a bad formula well, at all. You know mm-hmm. they... The, the brothers have to have a mission to, to do with the brothers you know have to make a sacrifice they make that sacrifice the, uh, which at the end of the, end of the end, uh, beginning of the next season they deal with whatever sacrifice they had to make and then they move on to what the consequences are for fixing that sacrifice yeah it, it's literally a pattern that just keeps happening over and over again in the series <laughs> yeah, it's um, a, mm-hmm. I did notice that once it became the WB, I mean, once it became the, C- the CW. CW. They started working a lot more with angels. Like that's, okay. That's when that's when the whole like uh, angels and demon arc started like really happening. Where they started getting involved with angels. They started like uh, partnering up with angel with demons a little bit more.
0: So it got it got more religious.
1: It definitely did. It really, really did. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, in not a bad way.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, that's uh, all right, that's something. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, what about yourself?
0: Um. Yeah. You know, I. Uh, I. I was just. Uh. I was watching. Um. Like shows I haven't watched. Um. Robotech. Finally mm-hmm. got around to starting that. It's a great anime. Um. Started trying to finish. Uh, Umbrella Academy, which I just kind of stopped. Like halfway through. Right, or whatever. So for whatever reason, and then you know, just watching a lot of like like adult swim shows, like Tim and Eric. What
1: uh? What's stopping you on Umbrella on Umbrella Academy?
0: Uh, I don't know what what's, what stopped me. I just like I think I you know I feel with uh, some Netflix shows like there's a few I want to see, and then when they all kind of like stack on top of each other, and you don't like binge it in one weekend, I just get like intimidated by all the content. So I just mm. kind of like my brain just like fries and then like stop, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, because the Brooklyn Academy is really good. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I'm actually looking forward to the second season. I'm...
0: Yeah, whenever uh whenever that is uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. All all I want this year is just the boys to see season two of the boys and Rick and Morty. Yeah, but uh you know yeah I'm glad uh, glad you're doing well man uh yeah it's uh good to talk to you again and. With this, uh, you know, with this podcast, we're, you know, we're back again. It, you know, we're always discussing comics and TV shows, um, but for this this podcast, since we're just in the middle of this crisis, um, we're we're trying to make it just a little more uh, have a little more depth to the discussion. Not to say the previous uh, discussion we had didn't like that, but just kind of the seriousness of like the comic book industry and the the pop culture. Pop culture uh, pathos right now because um, if people may have uh, heard um, a few weeks ago they canceled San Diego Comic Con which has never happened in yeah, like 50 been, years. Done. Yeah, it's never been done before, so it's literally unprecedented. Um, and the uh, governor, um, excuse me, Governor Gavin Newsom. Yeah, he's uh, you know, we won't get, we won't have uh, any mass gatherings until like a vaccine is uh, found, um, you know, according to his, um, uh, state address, um, you know, one of the, the many state addresses and, um, and also just right now, the convention center is being used as a sort of a, yeah, hospital. Yeah. It's like a shelter to home is what I read. And, you know, they're trying to help as many people they can, which is, uh, morally the right thing to do. And, you know, in this uh, crisis, yeah, got to help them. Uh, but Nick, what was your, what was your reaction to when you heard the news? I mean... Did you uh, see this, you know, the writing's been on the wall for a little bit, you know, you just, mm-hmm. you know, not to uh, say, uh, yeah, pessimist, but yeah, it's just, yeah. What, what was your reaction?
1: Um, honestly, I, I, I wasn't surprised. I mean, every every other convention that had been getting canceled. Right. Um, like E3, um, you know, Comic-Con, Anime Expo, every, every con or anything else that, you know, may be coming up in the next couple of months. That usually, you know, starts June, July, or anything like that. It was, it, it was already kind of bound to happen. And you know what? I, I, totally understand it. I know that it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's kind of a pain. You know, I, I do want to, I, I want to get my con on. You know, cool. I want to, I want to go hang out with people and stuff like that. But the only problem is that I, I do recognize that, you know, it's, uh, it can't, it, it can be very harmful to a lot of people's health.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Because. Yeah, as much as we uh, would love to go to the con, we also you know want people to be healthy and safe and alive.
1: Yeah, I mean to be totally to honest, I think that what would be like super super cool is if the organizers for San Diego Comic Con ended up just doing online panels.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, that's it, um that's what I've heard a lot of uh, cons were doing. Yeah, uh, Emerald Comic Con might have done that, and yeah, one I know WonderCon did a. Uh, virtual con experience and buying buying certain merchandise.
1: Yeah, I think that would be that would be really cool, you know, if you have your you know just so that way merchants can still kind of, you know, you know, they can still kind of get their their sales and stuff like that, you know, maybe anybody who already bought a, you know, a booth and stuff like that for it because the the only people I'm really more worried about are the the vendors. Right. And the people that are actually going to be selling at the cons because you already know, you know, they already spent a bunch of money, you know, yeah. you know. I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you know, a, a pr- when a company makes, uh, you know, the the decision to go to a con, mm-hmm. it's super expensive. It's it, it can be anywhere from you know a grand to five grand, you know, depending on the. The booth size, you know, what exactly they're getting and everything like that. And, you know, while they're there, they need to be making money. Yeah. In order to make that booth worth it. And I'm pretty sure a lot of these people already bought booths. And they're probably going to struggle trying to get that money back because Comic-Con doesn't want to give it back. You know, they're just going to have to spend it again. But also a lot of these people may need that money in order to, you know, keep their businesses afloat. Yeah. And stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah. And then. um. Uh, speaking to your experience, because you've uh, worked booths, I'm assuming uh, through Hyperkin, right?
1: Yeah, Hyperkin. You know, I've worked a couple comic book booths and stuff like that. So I mean, there's a there's a bunch of different you know things. That yeah.
0: Is there anything that you could uh, say to how we could support certain uh, certain businesses? Um, just in you know, because everyone's really hurting.
1: All right. yeah. To be totally honest, I mean, if you're if you're really gonna, uh, I think you know, staying uh, you know, staying true to your your local comic book store is kind of probably be like the your best bet. The only problem is, is that a lot of the comic book stores are closed. Yes, and they're, not, yeah. they're not doing anything else. So I mean, I think as of right now, the best possible thing that people can do in order to support their their local comic book store is to stay home. Yeah, stay home. Um, you know, order, if you if you really want that comic book, unfortunately I would say, you know, order it on Amazon mm-hmm. and, you know, read it at home. That's, yeah. the, that's the best possible advice that we can do. I think everybody can just, should just stay healthy. Yes. And then, because um, the faster we can kind of you know, weed out you know, this, uh, who has coronavirus, who, mm-hmm. who doesn't, and everything like that, and you know, maybe we can start getting some semblance of normality back.
0: Yeah, you know, slowly sort of, um, so- slowly have certain functions again.
1: Yeah, yeah you know, I, I, I know that the, the like, not everything's going to open up
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and everything yeah. like that. But I think, it, it, you know, people, people going out, people not wearing masks, people not, you know, taking the situation seriously, I think that's what's going to hold everybody else back. Mm-hmm. You know, because more people are going to be infected, more people are going to be, uh, are going to start testing positive, mm-hmm. and then, you know, those people, you know, unknowingly infect other people, and yes. then it just keeps the cycle going.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah, just, you know, gotta just stick it out, um, stick through this, you know, just being home is saving lives, literally.
1: Yeah, you know. And that's mm-hmm. what that's what Skype, Zoom, you know, yeah. that's what all these, like, different, that's what all these other places, Discord. Whatever it takes, you know, hang out with your friends that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, need to, yeah, stay, you know, that's a good way to stay social and stay sane. Yeah. Um, I was also gonna add, you know, and the next year, um, you know, we'll probably have a Comic Con, uh, you know, the next Comic Con. Yeah, that that's gonna be even sweeter.
1: Exactly. Not only that, but also I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if. Um, you know, if they skipped this Comic-Con or even if they just moved it, you know, mm-hmm. if uh, uh, they figured out what exactly it is. But the only the only problem that I was because uh, I, I was talking about it with a couple of buddies of mine mm-hmm. and they were saying, you know, well, Comic-Con, you know, it can always happen at the end of the year and stuff like that. And I was and I go, yeah, that, that possibly can. You know, maybe they could do it in December or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, we can have like, a winter Comic-Con. That'd be kind of interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: But the other thing is that you have to understand the the Comic Con yes is a really big con, mm-hmm. but also Comic Con uh, which are, the San Diego Convention Center doesn't only do Comic Con. Yes, they do concerts, they do mm-hmm. you know events, they do everything like that. You know just this just because Comic Con got delayed doesn't mean that they're gonna push all these other things back and not like and, and, and not have them and stuff yeah. like that. So Comic Con just may be canceled this year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it is going to be a shame, mm-hmm. and it's you know it, I I love Comic Con. Comic Con is one of my favorite things to do. I I love cons and stuff like that. I was actually I I think I was talking to either you or I was talking to somebody else about like I was really disappointed that this year I hadn't gone to a con yet,
0: mm.
1: and it doesn't look like I'm going to. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no, no one is. Uh, yeah, I don't think I went to any any cons early this year. Um, you know I was. Yeah, I think there was like Emerald Sea that was that was canceled and mm-hmm. yeah I'm yeah I didn't go yeah. to any.
1: Yeah, I mean but I was went. I was I was really looking forward to going to E3 this year because I wanted to, I was going to go check out the uh, what was it the Series X from Xbox and you know check out the new games and do everything like that like I usually do, but unfortunately once again that got canceled as well. Yeah.
0: So yeah yeah I mean you know at least um I was also just going to report that um. For an update from uh, San Diego Comic Con is uh, the uh, the badges that people bought um, got transferred to next the Comic Con uh, 2021. So, yeah, appreciate them for doing that. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, just go, just going back to comic stores, I'm also going to report that um, there are no comic books being shipped right now. Um, Diamond Comics, which was the main distributor. Or DC and Marvel and other independent labels, um, they're they're in a, a real bind with um, getting these products out to comic retailers, um, just in terms of the logistics of uh, their business and everything. Uh, what are your uh, yeah? It's been a month without a physical comic uh, being published. Nick, uh, what are your uh, thoughts on that?
1: The okay the only thing that I can say is probably going to most likely happen, especially for people who really want to like read comics or people who are still, cause I mean, it's just because comic books aren't being shipped, that doesn't mean that they're not being, you know, they're not Red, coming out.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you issues, you issues of, uh, DC comics just keep coming out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It, it just, the only thing is that instead of using their, um, you know, their actual like hardcover or paperback, uh, distribution centers they're just putting it up on their apps yeah and stuff like yeah. that and, and unfortunately what's probably going to happen is the the coronavirus could actually start to phase out paper comics mm-hmm.
0: yeah um, yeah i that, mean right now-
1: that, that has to be a, a real reality that may come
0: yeah yeah, because I was going to say right now, a lot of uh, small businesses um, in terms of comic book stores are uh, really, really struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: mm. I mean, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but your comic book stores are always struggling.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Um, that it, it, It's the reason why they sell you know, pop figures. It's the reason why they sell board games. It's the mm-hmm. reason why they sell dice or anything else. It's because it, comic books don't pay the bills. Yes. You know, it, <laughs> right, it right. may be a comic book store, but the comic books don't necessarily pay the bills mm-hmm. as much as everything else does, you know, for yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so the only problem is that our, you know, be, because this whole quarantine is setting up new, um, uh, what was it? it started, it's setting up new habits. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes 90 days to start a habit. And we're getting really close to to that 90 days. Um, And what's going to happen is that people are going to be making it more of a habit to check their app or pay for the app. Mm -hmm. You know, and read it off their phone than it is to actually go down to the comic book store and, you know, pick up a comic. Yeah. You know, and not only that, but also it just becomes more convenient. It becomes, you know, a little easier you know, I don't have to worry about you know spending the ten minutes out of my drive to <laughs> go to my comic book store and then, mm-hmm. you know, picking up my comic or anything like that. Like picking up my my uh, what was it? My list. But so unfortunately, it may get people used to reading comic books on their phones, mm-hmm. and it may start to kind of you know phase out the actual like handheld comics. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it could you know, could very well be. It's just in such an unprecedented time, yeah. It's everything's up for uh, grabs in terms of changing.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I don't want that. I love no, I love no. like, I love having comic books in my hand and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I love the smell of <laughs> the texture, you know.
1: But the thing is that it, it it's also very expensive for the uh what is it? It's also very expensive for the companies to make as well. Yeah, a comic yeah. book is really expensive to make.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, it's three ninety nine, which is the price right now. That's yeah, that's that's kind of expensive. I mean, that's how much a magazine was back in the day.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it, they're three ninety nine, and you know, it's it's a matter of you know, we have to make the comic, we have to yeah print the paper, we have to you know make we have to use ink, we have to do all these other things. Whereas now it's it's all digital, it becomes a lot easier. Um, yeah. I really hope that hardcore comics don't. I mean, uh, hardcover comics don't become, you know, things of the past.
0: Yeah, God, I hope. I hope so. I hope not. Excuse me. I hope not either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's you know, let's uh, keep uh, all our comic favorite comic book stories and our thoughts, and mm-hmm. you know, just hope for the best. We'll, you know, emerge out of this crisis hopefully soon. Um, and in and in, uh, later news, um. We were talking um, about a show on the DC Universe app um, called Harley Quinn. Um, Nick, I know you've been a fan of that one for a little bit. Um, probably recommended it to me. And with the first season wrapped a couple weeks ago, and they're already on the second, Nick, uh, Nick would you say this is the best show on the app right now?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I have been saying that uh, Doom Patrol has been the best show uh, on the app and stuff like that, but uh, I would have to say that Harley Quinn is probably my my new favorite.
0: Yeah, that's like uh, that's like your uh, comfort show, huh?
1: Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a show <laughs> that you can definitely uh, not, uh, turn your brain off. And, yeah, you know, just have a good time. Oh
0: yeah, of everything
1: course. else. It it is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it's it can it, it it can be very offensive at times. You know, so if you are very easily offended buy certain content and everything like that i do warn you sometimes it does offend but it does do it in a way that um just makes you chuckle mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 very it's very comedic um it, it does the number one thing of it, it never you're never ahead of the joke yeah at a uh, during the show you are all you're always wondering how what are they gonna do what's the joke that they're gonna make and everything like that and i think that that's probably one of the best parts about it
0: oh, oh yeah yeah there's a lot of <laughs> jokes that are you know made me laugh um you know, and also just a lot of fucked up jokes i would say
1: yeah i mean i i actually really like the idea that they had for the ensemble I love the idea that they had for the ensemble. I mean, Alan Tudyk... I'm loving the fact that Alan Tudyk is just getting a shit ton of work.
0: Yeah. For this. Because
1: the- I, I think he does, like, five characters?
0: Yeah, he's... Um, well, he's Joker, Clayface... Um, he, I think he was Felix Faust in one episode. He was,
1: he was also Faust. He was also, like, a miscellaneous person. Like, just a, a, a person that was, like, there. So, yeah. I mean, he does a lot of vo- voices on the actual show itself. Mm-hmm. and everything but i i really do like the way that the ensemble works together i love clayface uh i i really do like uh which are, uh psycho i i, I yeah mm-hmm.
0: tony hale's great
1: <laughs> yeah you know um not only that but also his yeah. comedic timing is amazing
0: yeah he like, gets recalled in the first episode yeah yeah. I,
1: I i really like i really like that i do like the the persona that they gave him for some reason he's just like this weird like racist sexist
0: yeah he just hates women
1: <laughs> he hates women and he hates like minorities and shit like that for some reason and yeah. he's just he's like
0: definitely
1: uh, a comic guy. huh
0: he's definitely like a comics geek guy or something
1: yeah, like it, it, it's it, it's really funny. Like uh, I I couldn't stop laughing uh, the other day. I was rewatching it just for this. And um, what was it? It was the scene where they finally get into Black Manta. They finally get into the, the League of Do- the Legion of Doom. Yes. And then they're doing they're, uh, the Legion of Doom is doing the intro video, the the training video. Mm-hmm. And then you can see uh, Psycho getting beaten up by uh, Black Manta in the back. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, What did you tell black mana for uja What did you tell Black Mana so that way he that way he would beat you up? And he goes, Nothing racist. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, What? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah there's like a gag on top of the gag and so many things, like that's in the background, nothing's fine. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's you know it's it's good. Like, it's super, yeah, it's just super like super good. When do you have like the heyday of The Simpsons, where it's just gag on top of gag? Um, yeah, to just to be I love-
1: honest, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the way that uh, FX's uh, Deadpool show would have been.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, developed by Donald Glover. That would have been uh, yeah. That, I read, the, I read some of the first script and like yeah, I can't believe they shot that down.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really, I really do like the way that that was supposed to be coming out, but I do kind of feel like this is like a nice substitute. Mm-hmm. Because in a way, it's kind of doing the same thing. Like yeah. Harley Quinn is still kind of she—not necessarily breaking the fourth wall, but she she knows that she's insane. Yeah, and there's she, a lot of moments where she, you know, is talking to her sane self. Right. She same, uh, she's trying to like get control over what's going on.
0: Yeah. Um. There's, there's not to say you know Harley Harley is her own independent character, but there is some. Deadpool elements to her I would say
1: That's oh it. yeah uh, just the idea that you can't necessarily predict what she's gonna do uh was it she you know she all she wants to do is just cause like mayhem and chaos but there is a little bit of like righteousness in there
0: yeah yeah because I mean, yeah, the, 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 the basis of you know the show is just uh, you know this uh this female character trying to uh, get over a breakup and uh, be her own independent person and yeah, that's, you know, that's a pretty uh, pretty strong statement. Besides, yeah. I, uh, I would say.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. I mean, if you haven't seen the show, go see it.
0: Yes, please do. Um,
1: Take some time out of your day-to-day and just go watch it.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, any other moments you could think of from the show you're just loving? I love everything with uh, Killer Shark. Ron, Ron, you I it yes
1: is. uh which are? killer uh, which are? uh chi- um what is it yeah he does a he does an amazing okay. job he okay. uh i actually really liked him in uh that show uh was it powerless oh he wasn't powerless he wasn't powerless yeah oh he was uh, yeah. he was one of the in, he was one of the inventors he and he was hilarious in that too
0: That's so yeah heard. it is playstation network yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did they have any other, like, streaming shows besides Powerless? Or is it just Powerless?
1: No, no, no. Uh, which are? Not, not. The, you're thinking of Powers.
0: Powers, excuse me. Okay. Oh, yeah. It was, powers. Sorry. Um, powers was uh, the DC show.
1: Yeah, no power. Uh, which uh, power? Uh, what was it? Powerless was the it was the DC show that was on NBC. Yeah, and it was all about it in in uh, which uh Wayne's. Uh, I was to
0: that
1: too. Yeah, it's Bruce Wayne's cousin who owns a uh, insurance company <laughs> for yes. the and they're dealing with like uh, all the damages that superhumans do to yeah. the world, wow. which only it, it makes sense, you know. You know, damage control is a comic book and everything yeah. like that um but yeah uh so that was really funny he was on there as one of the inventors of like how to protect people mm-hmm. from like superpowers and stuff like that and uh, he was he always killed it he, he was yeah, always really, really
0: funny yeah we stand alan tudyk for sure
1: yeah i mean Warner brothers just loves alan tudyk so
0: just keep gathering yeah. and stuff just things who and not expect uh, i was just gonna add i love uh also frank the plant jb smooth just great.
1: That's <laughs> great.
0: Really, really that like yeah. he just gets that guy. Like he's trying to help Ivy escape, and he just gets some dude, like stoner guy, to drive him around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they just like really just take the plant to like some odd places.
1: That, that's, yeah. They, they they do that. Uh, I I really like the interactions between um, what was it Harley and her family? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, the voice of uh, Cowan. Cowen Chicken, carly Adler from talent uh, Chicken, red guy. He's Harley's dad. He's also a uh, Star Screen, and I just yeah. a of, like just, just degenerate character, you know? Because there's a lot of uh, you know, a lot of uh, like pathos to the show. Like Harley's family is just so unsupportive and terrible. that
1: yeah, she has to like make another one. She has to make another one. Yeah.
0: And that's, you know, uh, there's a lot, you know, besides the comedy, which is just incredibly funny, and there's a lot of uh, heart to the show where it's just about messed up people.
1: Yeah, it's 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 kind of about like messed up people finding messed up people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, you can always uh, find a family in that. And stuff and everything else, which I think is very interesting. It's a it's a nice little it's a it's it's a it's a very interesting way of like kind of like looking at it. Yeah. Um, like, you know, oh, you know, just because we're messed up or just because, you know, I feel insane doesn't mean that people won't accept me for who I am.
0: Yeah.
1: And everything else. Uh, There is a, I I really do like the idea that they keep on dealing with this um, interesting thing of Harley can't get over the Joker.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: You know, or um, I I like the idea that they actually changed Harley's uh, backstory. Mm Mm-hmm. Because in the original backstory it was that he pushed her in. That's yep. the new backstory that the D, that uh, DC came up with is that Joker pushes her into the vat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like the idea of no, she chose to go into the vat. Yeah, she did it herself. Yeah. And but the and, but I do like the idea of she chose to jump into the vat and the fact that you know Joker is just only the bad guy is the lie that she's been trying to tell. Not only it, not everybody else, but herself. Yeah. And you know she has to come to terms with it, and mm-hmm. everything else. It's it, it's such a good book.
0: It's such a good show. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. Like it totally totally made the DC app like worth it, even though um, you, I'm sharing it with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. When I when I when I went on the other day, it was like, oh, you've watched these episodes. I was like, I haven't watched any of
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are you enjoying the second season? It's kind of adapting No Man's Land in the comedy. Yeah,
1: I mean it, it's a it, it's it's interesting. I, I I like the fact that it hasn't dropped the uh, the comedy aspect that I loved so much. Yeah, I think that it can go wherever the fuck it wants mm-hmm. as long as it keeps the humor to like the ten it was at the first season. Yeah, the humor. Yeah. yeah, I mean if if they want, you can go an entire like I love the idea of like oh yeah, like they found T shirts inside of Harley's uh room that say suicide squad on it and it's just like suicide squad gear. Yeah. And everything like that, and it's like, oh, who are like, oh, is that our new team name? And it's like, no, it's just some douchebags that keep on trying to recruit me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And um... I think that's I think that's always really funny, it's like, Oh yeah, you know, um, I wouldn't mind seeing some of like the um, what was it like some of the um, Gotham City sirens?
0: Oh yeah, because they're, you know, they have Catwoman. They introduced Catwoman and Batwoman, more female characters. Um You yeah. could. Talk, uh, yeah, I wonder if they're.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind maybe like getting them on the on the, like uh, interacting with the group a little bit more. Yeah. And stuff like that, or even having like their own. Uh, episodes or anything like that I think Huntress would be an interesting uh, Addition into yeah. it So would Black Canary mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm just waiting Because the show already goes In so many different ways yeah. I am waiting for their musical episode Because I figured that's going to be hilarious Yeah
0: no. As long as they get uh, Bane in there, that'd be great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really want Bane. I do want... Uh, the, the one thing I do want is I want them to bring back uh, Neil Patrick Harris as the Music Meister. The
0: Music Meister, yeah.
1: yeah who knows? Because uh, in Brave and the Bold, he did an amazing job for their musical episode. Yeah,
0: he's a great... I mean, he got an Emmy. <laughs> uh, he has an angelic voice, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I mean, it was so good, it got, it got, it got them an Emmy. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> Let's, let's hope so, yeah. Um yeah, it's a great show. Um yeah, I just love everything about it. Cannot cannot uh, recommend it more. So telling Honestly
1: if... the, the second time I was watching it, I was really trying to watch it critically. Okay. And trying to find things wrong with it. Mm. And I was having such a hard time. Yeah. Because even though I was like I, I had a notebook in my hand and I was trying to I was trying to write down some notes of like things that I didn't like about it, I kinda just forgot. And just started and watching. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it was just too, it was too good. Like I just couldn't stop watching it, and I just lo- I, I, all me trying to be critical of the show, uh, just faded away, and I, I just had that nice little notion of like, this show's amazing. I love it. Good,
0: too good. It's a good comfort show.
1: Yeah, it is. It's very so. much so.
0: Just you know, get a nice joint going, nice bag of weed, and watch that show. <laughs>
1: that uh, is definitely a show that you can you can get high to and enjoy okay. the hell out of it yes Kevin Smith
0: probably does that all the time
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably
0: probably um so just segueing into our last topic uh what, what are we reading um i know that um isn't any physical media but there's a lot of um you know there's a lot of digital comics out there um i was gonna throw out right away uh batman the adventure continues which is a webcomic right now um i believe they were trying to get out physical copies at some point collections mm-hmm. of each webcomic but it continues um from the end of batman the animated series um and it, I, I believe it's like in this midpoint between like somewhere around like in dcau justice league era you know and batman adventures and okay. it's, yeah it's, it's telling like a lot of um sort of uh, unexplored, uh Aspects of the mythos that they never got a chance to do in uh, the animated series. So, uh, not you know, spoilers. Well, they kind of said that they were exploring Jason Todd. Um, Deathstroke's supposed to make an appearance, and okay. yeah, it's um, it's it's really it's really cool to see that world because I don't know, it's weird. Um, I know like there's a lot of nostalgia around, but like the DCAU was um, you know, there was a lot of shows, but still like there's a lot of unexplored things that you could do because that the writing on those shows were so great um season one of justice league unlimited is like my favorite thing of all of dcau and Mm. the comic is comic is just so fun the adventure continues to scene batman like fight lex with or whatever um yeah i would really recommend taking a taking a read it's on the you know goodbye it in comicsology
1: is it not on the dc app
0: I don't believe it's on the DC app yet.
1: You know what the thing is? I, I I've noticed that on the DC app, I noticed that the for like at least like it's at least like a week or two. It's like at least two weeks when a yeah. new comic book or anything like that comes out, it, it's not on the app, mm-hmm. which does kind of frustrate me.
0: Yeah, it's um, yeah because you're like, what am I uh, spending this money for? <laughs>
1: yeah, it really does frustrate me. Or sometimes they're uh, they're animated series. I mean, they're animated stuff. Like, don't come out. And I'm like, what the, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Any, um, uh, anything, I, uh... Mm-hmm. uh,
1: actually, I started catching up on, uh, which I had some Star Wars comic books. Okay. Um, you know, with the, the Clone Wars coming out and, you know, everything else, I really did want to kind of, you know, dive back into that kind of storyline. So, uh, I started reading Canaan, uh, The Last Padawan. Oh, okay. Uh, I started going into uh, the Darth Vader storyline uh, and everything like that. Some those can, those are some really really good comic books. If you are a big fan of Rebels, I would definitely recommend re- uh, reading Kanan because it does kind of give you a nice little backstory of yeah. him with his uh, with his uh, uh, master. Not only that, about what exactly he did during the purge. You know how what how did he survive? You know how did he get to where he is? Yeah and stuff like that. Uh I really do like Darth Vader because Darth Vader gives you like a nice little insight uh he like uh, when they when they happen to attack uh Naboo and everything else and he actually goes to go visit Padmé's uh crypt. Mm. Uh some some really like touching moments, some uh some kind of hard to read moments too. Uh but yeah, I've been I've been I've been reading those. Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Out. want to check those out we finally have the time um and then can you get those uh digitally as well
1: you can get those digitally yeah uh you can also buy them uh what was it i i know if you go to like the marvel uh website yeah uh what was it you can you can get all of their comic books and stuff like that straight off the marvel website <laughs>
0: okay anything on dc universe you could recommend
1: dc universe uh you know what i did go back uh and i started rereading uh some of the older ones yeah uh like i started rereading um what's it called uh i started reading like the long halloween i started going through uh was it some old batman comic books i did go through uh, a green lantern comic book uh i think it was like the emerald knight
0: okay that's a good run
1: yeah, that one that one was really really good. Uh Blackest Night is also a really nice one in yeah, I mean I I never got a chance to read the whole thing.
0: Yeah, it's like it's a like huge <laughs> yeah. it's
1: it's so it's so big, but uh actually on the app it does have like the um what was it? It has the 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 thing. It actually has like the storyline mm-hmm. and it tells you which comic books went in the series. Right? And it has it like categorized, so it's like, okay, read this. Now read this. Read this. Yeah. So it did make it a little bit simpler and a little bit easier to read.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's. Yeah. You know, I think I was reading the Sub Diego arc, um, from the Aquaman run back in
1: 2003.
0: So okay. Yeah, reading it on your app. So just so
1: you know. He's <laughs> happy to see it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's really that, and yeah, there's a lot of good comics on there. We'd recommend.
1: Yeah, um, uh, actually, I've been. Uh, I also started reading um, a lot of manga.
0: Okay, manga. All right.
1: I started, I started uh, catching up on My Hero Academia. I started okay. catching up on uh, what was it? Food Wars? Uh, Dragon Ball Z? You know, uh, just reading as as many you know comic books and stuff like that that I can kind of get my hands on.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but we're a little pressed on time, so I believe that's our show. Um, Nick, where can uh, people find you at? On social media? Uh,
1: yeah, the people can you guys can find me at uh, the Nick Valero on uh, what was it on Twitter and on Facebook. Cool.
0: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, G9892. You could follow the Waffle Press on Twitter, at Waffle Press, and on Instagram, at uh, the Waffle Press Podcast. Um, please like, share, subscribe on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, um, and Apple Podcasts. Um, and thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional.